build. Build. I, you know what? Here, I got it today, guys. You ready? Here we go. Build, level, scratch, repeat. Build, level, scratch, repeat. Now, I'm very upset about the fact that we have to rewrite our song lyrics because I really like the original. These reboots are all crap. <laughs> hey, welcome into the show, everybody. Let's see who is hanging out with us here today on a Talking Track server sound off. Y'all hit it. And welcome in to the show. Hey, Bella Morte, what's going on? Welcome. Corkman, how you doing, brother? Data Systems Technical Chief on Server 27. Hello, Hank on 15. Lord Farquaad, European Server 147. Hogan, Stogie, Server 28. Lady Cass on 15. Welcome to the show. Twab on 22. Trash Panda on 15. Nostromo, Server 30. Aardvark on 26. Shogun on Server 8. Holy Ghost on thir- uh, Server 36. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, Sinclair, Server 29. Howdy doody. Rev Deuce on Server Piano today. Welcome in. Welcome in. Zakar on 136. Rima Server checking in. Hello, Death Dealer on 15. How you doing? Hudson on 146. Truckin' Chick on 26 and 15. Jerry Ryan's Huge Norts. <laughs> <laughs> on 146. Yes, welcome. Fluffy Puma, server 32. Building, maxing, scrapping, and repeating. Thank you. Bella Morte on 27. How you doing? Wicked Witch on 15. Uh, Quack on 31. Wonder Woman on server 31 as well. Speed Ring, server 20. Wake 2020 on server 144. Gallum on 21. Mad Maxon on server 20. Welcome into the show. X-Rex on 30. Maztec on 32. Grand Vampire 34. Mateo, server 32. DC Prime on server 15. How you doing? Molly Weasley on server 21. The Bear on 15, as is the Wambulance on server 15. How you doing? Engineering Free Philly on 25. Shinjo on 26 and 43. Dajan on 139. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Karkin on server 15. Starbase on 8. Slaughterer on 34. Welcome into the show. John Bonjani on server 36. Chala on 15. How you doing? Kasoni on server 36. Skippy on 15. Prater on 152. And the list continues on. Pirates Life for me. Server 15. First time here. Welcome into the show. Narvalin on 22. Cha-cha-cha. Hello to you and Commander Taylor on server 192. How y'all doing? Your mics are now potted up. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday to you. I saw the message up in here. Morrow says, who in the heck has Max Outlaw rep? Nobody. Nobody. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to talk about this, guys. If you take a look, I uploaded a couple of show pieces today into the graphics room. And uh, one of those uh, screenshots is a a capture, a screen grab from Panic's video. And it does show at least the top three parts. This was, I mean, this came from Panic's... um, introduction to the outlaw arc that video that he published on youtube and i very quickly i was i was watching it again today and i'll tell you why i was watching it again today folks so obviously we got this interesting screen capture here which shows at least that you can buy an outlaw warp token for six hundred thousand security keys revduce uh at the max reputation level so sounds like it's going to be super cheap to get those <laughs> six hundred thousand security keys of course, amazing yeah of course that is a 30 million rep that's a long ways off for a lot of us also the research credits available looks like at 12.27 thousand uh but again this is at uh the absolute max reputation at 30 million now i grabbed this out of panic's video he didn't go into any other detail i looked for other screen grabs that i might be able to get but this was the only one 
that I could capture at the actual outlaw faction. Okay, so, uh, you know, hey, I just put that in there so you guys could at least see the top row right there uh, and have a little bit of fun with that. But obviously, we're all a very long way off. A long ways away, okay? Uh, yeah, long ways off. But I, I do have some things to talk to you guys today about research uh, and what we know about the Stella so far, okay? What we know about the Stella so far, and uh, and we're going to get into uh, some interesting mechanics that we found here today. Uh, by this point, folks, a lot of you guys should be teetering on the edge of Troublemaker. If you're not there already, you you should be really daggone close, okay? As in, like, maybe another day or two at the most, okay? You should be very, very close. Uh, yes, for the free-to-plays, uh, upon finishing your domination event today, you were sadly made aware that uh, you're not going to get Stella today. Stella comes tomorrow, okay? At least that's what we're hoping. I think, what are you, 7,000 points away? Um, I'm actually closer to 10 because I missed a, a faction hunt. Shame on me. But uh, <laughs> so most of you guys are going to get free Stella tomorrow, which is great that we're here to do the show today because we have been doing some tinkering with some mechanics thanks to some of the paid players who have been tinkering with uh, this new scrap mechanic and uh, are going to lay out some of the ideas for you guys. And that way, for those of you who are free to play and you come into the event tomorrow, you're going to have a little bit of a jump start on trying to rank in the Stellar Progression event. We're going to talk all about it coming up right after today's installment of Stupid News. Stupid News! Yes. News! It is time for the Stupid News. News! News! Yes, Karkin, we're going to give you a jump start. Some of the pay players do have a little bit of a jump start, but at least they're sharing their knowledge. Okay, they're sharing back with you, and we're going to tell you all about it uh, coming up here very, very shortly. As a matter of fact, I'm getting some very, very cool screenshots in. Um, and, you know, Gregor, Gregor guessed about this. Gregor suggested that at higher research levels that the Stella was going to become much more uh, efficient in teams of Stellas. And we're discovering that. Uh, here with some of our VIP friends who are fast-tracking some of this research. We're going to talk all about it coming up right after the Stupid News. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Let's see what we got here in Stupid News. Uh, here we go. Tesla. Tesla is in the news today, folks. It's stock for the first time ever, now higher than Google. In fact, the only thing that uh, is higher than Tesla's stock is Tesla's owner at this particular point. But yes, uh, Tesla's stock now higher than Google for the first time uh, ever. So congratulations to Elon and uh, his money-making money -making team over there doing good stuff, outpacing Google for the first time ever. Amazon, speaking of big earners, Amazon has invented an actual shopping cart, folks, that recognizes items you put in it and automatically charges your account for them so there's no need to check out when you're done shopping. Dude, I'm here to tell you real quick, I don't want that shopping cart. This is a home run for one person and one person only. My four-year-old or five-year-old who just throws stuff in the cart only to have me catch it at the cashier's counter. I don't see it. They're sneaky. They throw it in the cart. I get up there. I'm like, why do we need seven boxes of cookie crisp? Don't need that. Okay? Good news is, yeah, now, now we're going to be home by the time that we figure out that the kids stuffed seven extra boxes of Pop-Tarts in the cart. Research, uh, research on this cart was paid for by every candy maker ever. 
<laughs> there you go. Um, speaking of shopping, a group of grocery shoppers are boycotting Whole Foods because of its refusal to let employees wear Black Lives Matter masks, while the rest of grocery shoppers are boycotting, uh, boycotting Whole Foods for the regular reasons, which is they don't feel like paying $22.50 for a single grape. Okay, that's happening over at Whole Foods. Atlanta, Los Angeles, and San Diego will be closing all schools this fall. Good news if you own a liquor store in that area. Bad news if you're parents of school-aged children. They say that the average kid lost six months of academic gains during distance learning this past year. Some of this setup is uh, some of this is the setup of distance learning. Some of it's parents being too busy with their own jobs. Either way. You know you're not hacking it as a Spanish teacher when your kid asks what date we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Okay, I'm just saying. You're not doing a good enough job there. Uh, let's see. Oh, guys. Do you remember You remember here a couple of weeks ago and I told you that China was dealing with an outbreak of bubonic plague? Hold on. Y'all remember, I said this two, three weeks ago. I said, hey, we don't have to worry about it. We don't got to worry about it because China's real good at that. Well, folks... Ladies and gentlemen, a squirrel. Yes, an actual squirrel in Morrison, Colorado has now tested positive for bubonic plague. Mm-hmm, guys, 2020 is about to get so much better. A squirrel has tested positive for bubonic, bubonic plague in Morrison, Colorado. Apparently had some bad nuts. Bad nuts. I had zombies on my bingo card, but not zombie squirrels. Uh, yeah. Fox News host Tucker Carlson taking a week off from a show to go trout fishing. Good luck with that. All the schools are closed. <laughs> ah, one liner right there. Hey, uh, how about this? An American Air <laughs> American Airlines passenger says a flight attendant named Thor grabbed her arm and shook her for supposedly taking an extra blanket during a flight to Dallas International Airport from Miami. Uh, the woman's name, uh, last name Sorensen, suing Fort Worth-based American Airlines for over a million dollars in Dallas County Court, saying she's embarrassed, humiliated, and shamed, and that she has suffered great mental pain. The flight attendant, who only identified himself by the name of Thor, was reportedly holding the passenger by the arm and shaking her violently, according to the lawsuit. I know you stole this blanket, the suit said, that Thor spoke to her. You know times are tough, guys. Times are tough when Thor has to get a job as a flight attendant. Of course, <laughs> my favorite, Spirit Airlines responded. They were Representatives were truly shocked. They were like, American Airlines gives out blankets? You can always, you can always count on Spirit Airlines for a good uh, response line right there. Thank you, Spirit Airlines. A CDC study found that a Chinese woman infected 71 people with the coronavirus during only a 60-second elevator trip inside a hospital. Which begs the ultimate question, how freaking big was this elevator? <laughs> 71 people. Like, how do you get 71 people in and out at various stops in only 60 seconds? Kind of sounds like a seen the size of Chinese people. It in sounds China? like an elevator. It sounds like a game show to me. I think get seventy-one people in and out on twelve it's that different old floors. College try, you know, into the uh, into the old phone booth. I guess so. Uh, to be honest with you, I think they're just making this uh, story up to push our buttons. <laughs> Federal authorities. <laughs> Last one, guys. Federal authorities says a dead cat received a voter registration application in Atlanta, Georgia. I just love that the headline writers included the fact that the cat was dead, as if a living cat being registered to vote would be better. 
They weren't kidding when they said the mail-in ballots were littered with fraud. <laughs> That's actually a true story. I know it's a... All my stories are true, man. Oh, okay. This is the news, okay? This is the news. All the news always happens for free. Yeah, I mean, it's real. What is, where did free come from? Yeah, it's always real. Always, always. Hey, uh, somebody's having... Uh, somebody is having trouble with the room. Naxos? Naxos says he can't get in. What's going on with Naxos? Somebody help him out. Uh, yes, you're right, Rev. Stupid news is 2020 in five minutes. It's uh, it's terrible. All right, guys, welcome in. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to a live taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And today we continue our discussion on the brand new Stella. What we know about Stella, uh, what we have learned about Stella in the last three days, and uh, what we've learned about the research tree, Stella particles, research particles, all or research credits, all this good stuff. Now, guys, I, I've got your mics potted up because I do want to go back and tell you that I, uh, by the way, per Panic's instructions, Rev, you'll remember this. He shamed us on his interview episode and said, I talked about alpha and beta and gamma particles in my video. You would know if you watched it. Well, let me say this, Rev. I did, made a video? I did watch it. I watched it the day he launched it. And I missed the thing about uh, the alpha, beta, and gamma particles. And so today, I decided to watch it again. And I did. And I will say to you, Panic, you did not, sir, talk about alpha, beta, and gamma particles. So, thanks a lot. Okay, for making me watch that again, you and your flubby fingers, okay? Can't do the live long and prosper sign. But no, guys, the alpha, beta, and gamma particles was not covered in that video. Now, I did do some other, uh, some other talking. Bellamorte does appear that at least he believed he did, and the information that he relayed is accurate, okay? Upon completing uh, Eclipse Defenses... Eclipse Defenses, you will be awarded with not only one alpha particle but one beta particle as well. The beta particle allows you to choose a path to move forward. The alpha particle allows you to go backwards, okay? Um, hey, that's, Naxos, that's because your categories are collapsed. Snake Eyes, his categories are collapsed. Tell him to click on the category for Talking Trek Podcast, and it'll show up there. He's got his categories collapsed down. All right, Maztec says, yes, Eclipse Defenses is going to award you Alpha Particle number two and Beta Particle number one, just like Rogue Tactics is going to award Beta Particle number two and Gamma Particle number one. You absolutely got it. So, guys, you will be able to complete both sides of the tree. I'm actually really excited about this, okay? I'm actually very, very happy that both sides of the tree will be able to be completed, and this isn't really even a miserable, terrible grind. Like, it's not horrible. Okay, to be able to go back and pick up the other side is not going to be a real, real bad thing. It is going to be expensive as far as game currency. Rev these uh, outlaw research credits. Believe it or not, we made such a big stink on the last show about the Stella particles. I don't think it's the Stella particles that have become the gateway. Do you? What's your research been telling you? Because I'm pretty sure it's these little blue particles, the outlaw research credits that are actually going to end up being the gateway here, I believe. It is, and not only is that the gateway, but then you also have to factor in the cost of these researches. Man, I've really been theorizing, is it better to not just keep the Stella as a ship for you in the 20s and never actually do the research, just grind out with it at the base? 
Well, here's the thing. Being able to scrap it's it. It's the massive bottleneck, man. This is a Franklin-level grind. This, I do, yeah, I think you're right. This, Guys, this is a year-long expansion. Okay, this is a year-long expansion. This is um, every bit of a Franklin-style mechanic uh, modded out into research. Okay, now Morrow says that it's super cheap. I get it; it is cheap. All right, it's not going to. I mean, the, the only thing you have to pay for here is to speed up your time. Okay, so I I get it. I'm not at all dissatisfied with the fact that it's there. Hey, I ground out my Franklin. My Franklin's maxed. Okay, but the research credits that is your that's that appears to be your bottleneck. Okay, Uh, we joked with Gregor the other day. Gregor, are you here? I don't know if you popped in. I know it's been a busy day for you, sir. Um, uh, hey, is that you? I didn't hear you. Turn you up? No, that's that's Rev. Oh, hey Rev. Sorry, I, I only He's had not one, here. I only had one word to hear you, so uh, to hear him. But anyway, <laughs> he was talking about how. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot, buddy. I just got a private message, and now I'm all upside down here. It it appears to be that these research credits are going to be uh, the gateway. All right, now re- <laughs> as I'm being warned right now, appearances can be deceiving, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Now, again, we're still uh, just over a week. Just over a week into this arc, uh, we have now determined that this expansion is going to go well beyond the end of this arc. It's going to go well beyond the end Mm -hmm. of another arc. This is a multi-month, long-term expansion by Scopely, and I say, well done. Okay, overall, well done. I love the research tree. I love what it can offer you. But, folks, we have been tinkering over the last three, four days with what you can actually do with Stella. Now, uh, on Sunday, I did a ton of research, and, and I basically stopped at two points, okay? I did uh, I set a lot of the research that I showed you in the graphics room was based on, of course, Tier 9, but we also did a stopping point there and did some research at Tier 5 as far as Armadas and Hostiles, okay? So I don't want uh, anybody to think, oh, well, Tier 9 is never going to be obtainable. Obviously it is, okay? And it will be for free. just depends on how much time you want to take however we did do some research at tier five and even tier five uh requires rare uranium so we started talking amongst uh some of the analytics guys and looked at this new event the stella progression event okay and i want to thank prater uh prater is a prater five is your name i want to thank you buddy for putting together this research, which he told me I could share. Folks, I'm putting it down into the graphics room right now. This is amazing. Because we were starting to talk this morning about whether or not, for the purposes of just the Stella Progression event, what is mathematically the best way or the best position for you to scrap this ship? Because obviously, there's about a six-hour, six-and-a-half-hour differential on base value. Six-and-a-half-hour differential in scrap times between level one and level 20. Now, folks, I, I said the other day, we were joking about the song that we wrote, okay? Build, max, scrap, repeat. Obviously, maxing it is not in the cards today. Maxing it can't happen. My lyrics have to be rewritten. I'm not happy at all about it, okay? We even made a, we even made a lot of merchandise, and now we got to start it all over. We have to scrap it, <laughs> scrap our line, and start all over because the more appropriate lyric would be build, level, scrap, repeat. Okay? Because you can't get to tier five. You need rare uranium to get to tier five. Well, we don't have that yet. Okay? Don't have it yet. So let's see what we can do 
with uh, just going to Tier 4. Now, FYI, we talked about this the other day. I'm going to remind you about it today. P.S. Shout out Truck and Chick. Truck and Chick said that uh, she put together a spreadsheet that's really, really good. Now, I put in some raw data in the graphics room uh, a day or two ago. I encourage you guys to go back in and look. If you're listening on podcast form, hop in there and take a look because there's a lot of good raw data, including the exact component cost in uncommon uranium, the impulse and cargo levels, um, the rare uranium cost, epic uranium cost, everything's there. Okay, everything is there. But if you take a look at Tier 4, guys, Tier 4, essentially level 20, to get all the way through Tier 4, okay? And, and by the way, it, you don't the, – the, the scrapping benefit is based on level. It's based on level, okay? So when you get to Tier uh, 3 uh, – sorry, when you get to Tier 4 – you don't have to do the Tier 5 components to get it to level 20. As soon as you hit the Tier 4, you can scrap a base Tier 4 ship with no components and, and still take it to level uh, 20 with your ship XP. All right, And we talked about, uh, and I think I put uh, uh, screen grabs in the graphics room. The, yes, I did. Those are your payouts at level 5, level 10, level 15, and level 20. The only thing that changes is a little bit of trite, but again, nobody cares about that, I don't think. Um, what changes of note is the number of stellar particles. Now, we have a stellar progression event that's going on right now. It's awarding you points for the following items. It's awarding you, uh, let's start with the least important. Running armadas. <laughs> How many points do you guys get for losing against an armada? Like five, three, seven. You get, I think, a few times that if you win. But guys, here are the points that you need to be shooting for in the stellar progression event. You need to be shooting for obtaining the stellar particles. For every stellar particle obtained, you get 15 points. For scrapping the ship, 10,000 points. For building the ship, 10,000 points. For tearing the ship, 2,500 points. Meaning that if you build it and you have been doing what you're supposed to be doing with your uranium, I told you about this three, four days, guys, run a couple of armadas, enough to get your uranium refined because you're going to need it. Okay? I said this to you. Uh, P.S. To get to a... Oh, crap. No, I don't want to run that update. What are you talking about? My computers hate it. Hate it. Here comes Windows. Yeah. All right. Here's what I was trying to do. To get to Tier 4, to get to Level 20, you need the following amount of uranium. You need basically 10,000. 9,997. If you want to get... Is that right? Tier 2, Tier 3. No, those are Tier 2 components, Tier 4 components. Yes. Yeah, 9,997. Now, the good news is... Uh, at a better, that's a couple of days, okay? Uh, two, two pulls if you do a double pull. Once you get to Troublemaker, you could actually do that in one, um, in one double pull, okay? So the, the uh, reputation levels are growing, and they are getting you more materials faster, okay? But 10,000 uranium is what it takes to get to a level 20. That is ultimately where you need to be, folks, to maximize the number of points. Now, Prater made this screenshot 
Um, I guess he probably made it yesterday. Obviously, the number of times and the number of points and everything are going to change by the second. Okay, they're not going to be valid for you now. But the uh, the data there is pretty uh, is pretty comprehensive. Okay, if you scrap a level one ship over and over and over again, you end up with four hundred and sixty thousand points. However, if you are doing the Armadas properly and have enough uncommon exchange loot to get yourself 10,000 uncommon uh, uranium about every day, (laughs) which is a lot, admittedly, then you could end up with 513,000 points. Now, the good news is, guys, VIPs, for those of you going to complain about this, VIPs can't run away with this. All right, because I got to be honest with you, even for VIPs, getting 10,000 uranium a, a day is going to be really tough. And you say, why per day? Because you can build and scrap this thing in a 24-hour period and still technically get six hours of use out of it. Okay, for me and my levels of scrapyard, et cetera, et cetera, after my helps, it takes about 18 hours for it to scrap. Well, I'm going to build it instantly, which means I get to use it six hours during the day. Now, I, I, here's why I say use it six hours. Because if I, if I try to use it less or more, I'm going to end up with my scrap ending overnight. And that's not going to be helpful. You want to time this out. If you want to be truly nerdy about it, time it out. Okay? I agree, Moros. The Armada points are gar, uh, gar, gar, garbage. <laughs> okay? Uh, and yes, if you tier it lower then you're going to get fewer stellar particles. But again, it doesn't cost you anything other than time, guys, because the stellar particles are absolutely free. Okay? Morrow says, I should be able to get about 43,000 a day. So if we, let's do the math, all right? Starting at minute one, you build the ship. There's 10,000. You tier it to, to tier four, okay? Then you, by the way, you're already one, so you get 7,500 points there. Then you scrap it. There's 10,000 points. You're getting 400, is that what we said it was, guys? Somebody, uh, I didn't look, uh, 400 stellar particles, 450. You get 450 stellar particles at the end of the scrap cycle, and those are worth 15 points each, which I think are, I think that's a total of 6,750. Let me do the math real quick. 450 points times, why is that not working? Oh, number lock, maybe? Yeah, there we go. 450 times 15 points. 450 times 15 is 6,750. So you got 6,750, 7,500, and 20,000 points. 34,250 before Armadas. 34,250 before Armadas. That's what you get with one scrap cycle uh, that should take you approximately 18 to 19 hours. Okay, so yes, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering about one thing because, like, uh, then to upgrade it again, you again need the the uranium, I guess. Uranium, it's it. And like right now, uh, uh, my timer for uranium is like three days waiting for the next package. Does it reset after scrapping or something? No, no. And and again, that's where coming. That's where timing is is huge. Okay, timing is huge because what you need to do is you need to be able to plan out the next three days. Okay, Um, for example, I ran a triple refine yesterday, yesterday, I believe. All right. And by the way, I'm a troublemaker. So I got 15,000, 15,000. 
Okay, that is enough to get me one and a half cycles at the at the. Yeah, it is. Rev, I agree. It's overcomplicated for a phone game, but you know we always come in here and we do the math. We do the math so that we can provide the competitive edge. You know, I mean, that's what we do on this show. We teach you how to break down the events and how you want to do it better. So here's the thing: if I'm sitting on fifteen thousand uranium right now then I need, uh, I've got enough for one more scrap cycle, which means on my third day, I'm actually going to miss it. Or at least I'm going to miss the 7,500 points and the 6,750 points from the stellar particles because I'm going to have to scrap a tier one. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? This is, this is complicated. I know it is, okay? But again, to max out your rewards, if you can somehow bank enough uncommon uranium and by the way, guys, this is only going on for less than two more weeks. I, I, I surely hope, <laughs> I know that this is a scramble out of the gate kind of event, but I kind of hope that stellar progression is not one that's here to stay. Or if it was, I kind of would have preferred it be less than 14 days long. <laughs> okay, that's a long one. That's a real long one of, of build, level, scrap, repeat. Okay, 14 days is, is very, very long. But anyway, my point is there is a way to do it. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think it's possible. I do not believe it to be possible for anybody in this game, free to play or VIP alike, to obtain 10,000 uranium a day. So just hear me when I say there's no advantage working against you. There's no way that somebody is going to get the absolute max number of points in this event. It's not possible. Not possible. So that means that you're going to have uh, strategic timing, strategic time zones, uh, people who may want to go ahead and, and perform one last scrap at, say, t at Tier 2 instead of Tier 4 versus holding one out. You guys hear me? Gregor will not be able to come into this game and do a Tier 4 scrap every single day. It will not be possible. So the strategy lies with you. Okay? It is definitely proven that a Tier 4 scrap will get you more points if you can do all those Tier 4 scraps. But guys, you can save six hours by doing a Level 5 scrap. You're not going to get as many points, but how many scraps more can you do? Because the level 20 scraps are unsustainable. Blokeman says, do you get the scrap points when you hit the button or when it finishes? When it finishes. All right, you do not get scrap points uh, for hitting the scrap button. Once you collect the scrap is when you get the points. Okay? So if you guys take a look at the graphics room there, there is a spreadsheet that kind of tells you all the way through on one path, but it is not possible to do level 20 scraps every single day for the duration of this event which means nobody's going to have 513,000 points they're going to have to well and again I, I i say this spreadsheet was designed partially into the event so when someone comes back and says well i got 550 you said it wasn't possible i'm not saying that it's not possible i'm saying it will not be possible for you to do a level 20 scrap every single day for the next 14 days okay mark mark my words snake eyes we're going to come back to this episode i don't think that they're going to be able to come back and do a level 20 scrap every single day for the next 14 days cannot be done okay there you go does the 10k per day count the prime stellar research fluffy you're going to have to 
<laughs> Big Country says, I'm going to score 600,000 points. If you do, I'd love to figure it out. But uh, now, Big, in all seriousness, we were looking at the Troublemaker, which now I've hit as well. Because it has a three-day cooldown, and because the maximum number that you can buy in a three-day cooldown is 15,000 uranium. Is that correct, Big? 15,000 uranium. You know why? Oh, I know why. Big, I know how you're going to get 600,000 points. I know how Big's going to get 600,000 points. Well, let's look. No, wait. Stellar progression. Stellar progression doesn't end before the end of the event, Big. I was going to say maybe you win this event, get the extra reputation. You can go up and buy more. Yes, Big Country wants to wager Taco Bell. I'll bet you Taco Bell. I'll bet you Taco Bell that you, Nacho Grandes. I'll bet you Taco Bell that you can't do that you cannot do a level 20 scrap every day. No, I'm not betting on the points, big. I'm not betting on the points because uh let's see. You had No, I'm not going to bet on points. I'm betting on the mechanic. Level 20 scrap every 24 hours. I'm just going to have to have you be honest with me. I don't know. Yeah, big. Hold on, we'll talk after the show. I gotta, I gotta trace out the points. You're moving the goalpost. No, I'm. I said six hundred thousand points, but let me. I gotta trace it out in my head because six hundred thousand points could be possible. I'm saying a level twenty scrap every day is not possible. Uh, Can I have a question? Absolutely, go ahead. Uh, to get this like uh, biggest uh, exchange of the uranium, yeah, you, you need to have a lot of, and I I don't remember. Then is it a reputation or it's something else? You need to use it. So uh, to get which one? Chop shop? Is that what you yeah. said? The biggest one, the, like, the big, the biggest one you said possible. Like what you need to do during the day to get enough of those credits required to oh. get the biggest amount of uranium possible every three days. Uh, run a bunch of armadas, and and honestly, I don't know that you, I don't. You would have to be super selfish. Like, your team would have to nominate you as the Armada Master, okay? Because you don't have enough Armada credits or Armada directives yourself. You can't earn enough yourself to solo everything. So you'd have to have your team kind of run Armadas for you, and they would bring, like, divorce. Anyway, the long, to answer your question, uh, Big, help me out. What is it? 8,100 uncommon exchange loot to triple pull the uranium. Okay, 8,100 uncommon exchange loot to get 15,000 uncommon uranium every three days. 8,100 uncommon exchange loot is not terribly impossible to get, okay, if you're doing it right. We talked about in the last episode. If you solo it or duo it with a very small ship, uh, Jerry Ryan says that's a lot of armadas. Actually, if you're doing it right, that is what? Four armadas, big country? four because you can get let's say you get 1500 so maybe maybe five you can get um yeah he says four to five now they're there you know moro says you realize there's going to be armada packs tomorrow maybe i'm not saying that there won't be probably okay but again i'm trying to look at this from a grinder's path okay i'm trying to look at this from a grinder's path now snake eyes he says not if your stellar research is high the multipliers might make it four um you know, Fluffy Puma, you're right. You say three to four, depending on how high you hit. The idea, guys, is you got to hit with the Stella. You have to hit with the Stella. You're not going to get any kind of payout without it. But even at a tier one or tier two, Stella is providing payout. Okay? It is. Now, if you don't mind, let me show this screenshot. 
very quickly uh, down in the graphics room from Big Country and Crew. From Big Country and Crew, where many of them have spent to obtain their Stella early. And there you go. You can take a look. Right there is a five-man. Now, I didn't show the fifth ship. But there's a five-man Stella crew that went against a 33 rare and won. Barely, but they won. Okay? Uh, sorry, it was a six-man team. Let me. You know what? The bottom part is important, Big, so I'm going to go ahead and show this as well. There is the uh, members, uh, the last couple of members there. Now, you'll, you'll say that I say barely, okay? First of all, if you look, that's about a one to nine ratio, okay? Which on rares we said wasn't possible. So how is this possible? Research. Research is going to be changing these formulas, guys. If you're using a typical G3 or G4 ship, okay? We already talked about the ratios and what we believe they were. We also said that the Stella changes everything, especially the Stella research. Big country, I would imagine that the handful of players that were in this armada, okay, were probably decently researched, if I had to guess. If they were decently researched, and I mean researched as in they probably paid for some alpha particles, they probably paid for some Stella particles, and I'd say you guys are probably what? Minimum, minimum 30 out of 160. Big Country says minus 58 out of 160. 58 out of 160. So Big Country has spent some time and money investing into these researches. And his Stella, let's go back to that screenshot, his Stella, Big Country, is still only 573, which, FYI, that is yours at level 20, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, BG? Because you cannot get to uh you cannot get to tier five so country let me let me confirm that's that's what he says guys right there is his at tier four level 20 and you can see his payout there 1493 so uh as gregor who's unfortunately not here gregor and uh big i'm going to put that in the graphics room too so people can see all that together gregor had this theory correct that the Stellas combined, regardless of power, with the proper research, will be able to team up and will be able to take down larger targets. Guys, they're right there. Take a look. You know what? You can see their levels. I didn't even notice that. Look at the, You can see their levels in the screenshots. Uh, Luxley's using a Tier 1, Level 5. Thorn using a Tier 1, Level 5. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi using a Tier 2, Level 10. All right? Korat using a level 20, tier 4, as well as big and rusty, using a tier 2, uh, level 10. Guys, there's only two level level 20 Vidars there, or level 20 Stellas there. And they took out a 33 rare vault. Guys, I'm here to tell you, the Stella research is going to be massive. Massive. And it's important. Okay, super important. It, 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 guys, that is your, that's the goal, is the research. So, we talked about this the other day. How do you do the research? You need the Stella particles. You also need the research credits, which means you need to get your daily number of security keys. The, um, we talked the other day about how we felt the Stella particles was um, going to be the choke point here. All right, I don't think so. I think it's going to be, 
Uh, I think it's going to be the research credits. I mentioned, uh, I, I messaged Gregor before the show. So, guys, here, here are your packs. If you guys want to spend money, here I'm going to break it down for you, okay? There's two different packs available to you in the store if you have not spent any money. P.S., you can progress fast uh, uh, in your research beyond the alpha particle limit, beyond the beta particle limit, and even the gamma particle limit. Gregor already has his gamma particle as well. Because uh, you can see Outlaw Research 1, that's in your store, and it contains two alpha particles. Great. All right, you can buy that. Once you buy Outlaw Research 1, it will graduate to Outlaw Research 2. What happens in Outlaw Research 2? You get the beta particles. Okay, Shinjo, you say couldn't it be both as choke points? I mean, it, it can be for the free-to-play guy. Okay, it can be. But because you have an unlimited ability to scrap, then you, I mean, you could get... 450 stellar particles almost every single day almost every single day if you do the level 20 scrap uh, once you buy outlaw research 2 it has two beta particles then you go to outlaw research 3 outlaw research 3 awards you two gamma particles and that allows you to progress further now guys fret no more we talked about this at the beginning of the show uh, it has been 98% uh, confirmed that once you do Eclipse Defenses, it's going to award you two particles. One beta to move forward on one side of the tree, and one alpha to go back and pick up the side of the tree that you left off. Okay? So if you're doing uh, alpha particle now, because you've done Anarchist Weaponry, and you chose a side, the other side is not gone forever. Once you get to the Scoundrel Reputation level, then you're going to get that, uh, I guess they called the Scoundrel Token, where you unlock Eclipse Defenses. Once you complete Eclipse Defenses, you're going to get one Beta to move forward on one path and one Alpha to go back and pick up the other path. Okay? So you're not going to be lost on your research. It's just going to be... It's going to be a little slow. All right? It's a grind. This is... Yes, Snake Eyes said that that was his theory. All right. I just never found it, Snake Eyes. I never found a credible source that said it. All right. Until I sent it up and asked. Okay. So uh, NC says one Stella and one BB can take down a 16 mil rare easily. So two Stella should be able to do a 22 mil no problem. Here's the NC. Here's where you got to be careful with that assumption. Okay, because I took my Stella, which keep in mind, my research is only one of 160, one of 160. I took my Stella out against a level 31 uncommon and got busted, busted, beat down. Okay, badly, <laughs> badly. So research is going to play a huge part, meaning that it doesn't matter what the tier... Listen, get your Stella to Tier 3 or Tier 4, scrap it. It does. It, get your Stella to Tier 3, Tier 4, scrap it. Just keep doing it over and over and over again because the Stella particles help you buy your way through research. You also need the Outlaw Research credit, so you need to go out there and grind some of the, the exchange hostels and get some security keys, okay, or security codes, so you can keep redeeming those. Okay? Prater says, here's proof that you can do both sides. Yes. 
Uh, there is proof that you can do both sides, sir, but you paid for that, okay? And we're talking about the free-to-play path. You paid for what you've got right there. You had to have purchased a pack to get the tokens. <laughs> you guys with your capital letters in here. Okay? So because you've got those extra tokens, you, you bought a pack. And we've already said that you can absolutely do it if you buy a pack. The, the grind or the, the perspective that I'm trying to walk through this with is as a free-to-play. All right, because I'm trying to represent you guys. I'm trying to make sure that you're not going to be left behind. But here's the thing. Here's the, here's the awful truth. You will not be left behind, but this is going to be a very grindy path for you. I mean, it is. It's the Franklin, guys. It is the Franklin. All right, Fluffy says, uh, Rev shared a screenshot showing that you do get the second alpha after the defense research. And yes, I saw that there as well. Okay, you'll get an alpha particle by completing Eclipse defenses. What concerned me about that when I first saw it was, well, if it's going to award an alpha, will it also award a beta? And, uh, and yes, it will also award a beta. Okay, so free-to-play, guys, it, long road in front of you. This is another Franklin road, all right? The pay-to-play, guys, you guys can absolutely advance through this relatively quickly, and it's going to cost you a little bit of money. Okay, uh, the packs I think in this particular case for the pay-to-play guys, which you guys are already ahead of me, um, but I got to be honest with you, some of you guys uh, that are pay-to-play, speak up. I don't think that the cost economy of these packs is actually that terrible, to be perfectly honest. To to get the stellar particles, to get the research that you can get, to get the research credits that you get, um, I feel like the amount of research that you can unlock with a hundred-dollar pack is actually a decent way to go does anybody have any argument now listen maybe the very deep research is way down the tree may be pretty expensive but i kind of feel that the researches that that we've been looking at here you know up front are not too awful bad maybe not <laughs> who is that dj come on man again levels one and two All it's right. it's a hundred bucks for 2700 research credits and a paltry amount of uncommons, basically no titanium. All right, let's be perfectly clear. People who are paying big money for this research tree are not doing it for the G3 uncommon materials. Okay, but you were talking about value. Are you now arguing that the value of those research credits is equal or greater to titanium and uncommons? Because we're talking about 100 bucks. Yeah, but there's no titanium expenses in the research. Why would they give you a pack for research when there's no... Re Tritanium expenses. I'm just, my argument is are we now saying that those two days worth of research credits is worth 100 bucks? Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on the cost of the researches down the line. I, I'm not there. I'm not there. I can't see them. I know that right now my researches are costing me anywhere between two and 500 research credits. I assume that that gets more expensive, but as I'm a higher ops level, I'm also getting a lot more research credits as well. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, my special research pack will buy me 20,000 research credits. 20,000. Okay, so uh, big country, if you don't care, what uh, and the special research pack, how many research credits are you getting up there in the ops 40 levels? Because if it's more than 20,000, if it's, say, 30,000 or 40,000, I don't think that that's a terrible value. You know, but, but, but I mean, again, I haven't seen them. If one research costs 25,000 research credits, then maybe it does suck. I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe it does. I, I, I don't know. Has anybody counted the total number of research nodes in the new tree? Look, so he does only get 20,000. Now, big country, let me ask you. At 20,000 outlaw research credits, how much is one average research costing you at, say, level 5 or level 7 or whatever? If you don't mind to, to answer. He never comes in voice. He always texts. Snake Eyes also says that if your perspective is that this expansion is worthwhile, then there is value. Uh, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. If, you're, if, if, if this is not your cup of tea, and you know what's interesting? Because I have had some players tell me that they hate the entire thing. Rev, you don't sound like you're super enthused with it. Um, I think it's a huge dump. That's me. Okay. I, and you know what? You're not alone. You're not alone. There's I've a had- handful of good researches that you're trading from a – and the only reason I think it's a dump is because it's an entire quarter update. That's exactly what the Borg was. With this, All the arcs are is simply pushing one massive update per quarter. Compare it simply to the one we just had. The In terms of what you're getting from the Battle Pass pack, the research tree, which only has a few handful of res, uh, researches that are good for everything, is way too much work and money for what it's worth, in my opinion. Okay. And you're not alone. You're not alone. I've gotten players uh, message me, uh, several players who have said, you know, I, I'm, I don't – feel like this is worth it for my time i don't feel like this is something that i want to grind for and you know what that's great i mean if that's how you feel this is at the after, at the end of the day after all guys it's a game and this is a new expansion in which you can choose to take part or not blokeman says it's pretty boring and it's armadas all over again the research tree is good but mine meltingly resource intensive as far as these new currencies i don't think i disagree with you i think the grind is going to be a long long time but again we've said this when g4 launched we said this when the jelly launched all right the folks that are going to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to do this early are going to do it early all right you're not going to stop those players okay and those players are going to drop coin to do it all right but for the rest of us at least there is a path. This is not, folks, this is not something that is blocked in any way, shape, or form. Will somebody get to it months after me? All right. Will somebody get to it months before me? Absolutely. Absolutely. But this is a Franklin mechanic, guys. This can be ground out. Guys, don't forget, all right, the guys who are paying $100 for 20,000 research credits, if they just hang in there, okay, you can get, what is it uh, at Troublemaker? Somebody help me out. I put it in the graphics room. Uh, At Troublemaker, if I I slow my roll and I do it for free, I can get, with a single refine, 1650 a day 1650 a day folks at 20,000 divided by 1650 if i am patient for just 12 days i can save myself 100 bucks 12 days that's all i'm that's all i'm that's what i'm paying 100 dollars to fast track among other things okay i know the stella particles are there too but as far as research credits 12 days Okay, now the Stella particles are a totally different thing, but I think as we're diving deeper, uh, Big Country will agree that uh, the research credits appear to be the bigger bottleneck than the than the uh, Stella particles. And again, guys, you still can't buy rep. You still cannot buy the rep. So Big Country and Gregor, they're still troublemaker. 
just like me. All right, now the end of the stellar progression event is where it's gonna is where it's gonna blow apart, okay? Because the first place winner in that event gets thirty thousand rep. Well, thirty thousand rep, folks, that's gonna blow them right on past. Um, let's see, I didn't put that. Hang on, I've got a. I'm gonna repost this. Thirty thousand rep is gonna blow somebody right on past scoundrel. They're gonna skip from troublemaker. Probably, I'd say they're probably going to get through Scoundrel during this stellar progression event, I would say. Uh, and then they're going to get 30,000 bonus rep. Going to throw them straight up, um, straight up as a huge jump into, towards Accomplice. By the way, that last, that last uh, token, the known associate token, you've got to get to a half a million rep to unlock that as a free-to-play. Now, again, I said this during the show last week. I feel like there's a disparity between the time for a pay-to-play and a free-to-play. This is another example of that. I could go in right now, spend $300 if I wanted to. Outlaw Research 1, 2, and 3, and have all sides of my tree unlocked. But as a free-to-play, i got to wait until half a million reputation. As a payer, they're letting me skip the reputation to unlock the research tree. That's one thing that I don't like. Okay, that, well, one, one additional thing. I, I thought the stellar particle gap was too large, and the fact that you're allowing players to skip reputation to unlock the rest of the tree, I also feel is maybe inappropriate. All right, if you're going to gate people by reputation, then the features of the game should be gated by the same reputation. Fluffy Puma says that only unlocks a portion of it. I know because the other researchers actually have reputation blocks on them. But, you know, again, if I can buy a particle now that you can't get to for the next three months, I kind of, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. Not a big fan. But nonetheless, nonetheless, all right, overall, I still like the content. And some people don't. That's okay. Some people are not going to dig it, and that's quite all right. All right, not every expansion is for everybody. But uh, I do feel that if you don't take uh, advantage of this expansion, you will be putting yourself behind. If you are not completing the research, you're putting yourself behind. Because the research is valuable in other ways other than just the rogue reputation. Now, Rev says another mechanic to widen the gap between free-to-play and pay-to-win. I don't know that I definitely disagree with with that simply because of the tokens for the research and all that but the outcomes are the same all right a whale can't get to a max stella any faster than i can okay so i I don't necessarily agree with it on that particular part but i mean rev any new content is going to allow payers any new content is going to allow payers to fast track and payers will fast track absolutely they're going to so i mean how do you (laughs) You know, you say that the ocean has to get it can't well, get any it's wider. It's a lot more than fast tracking, DJ. It's a whole lot more fast. Like you're ignoring the fact that so many of these research drain all the uncommon you have out of the game that you would put to your ship or to your station that whales are going to buy anyway. So they're getting access to better PvP research, better base rating and base defense research, and all this other stuff that goes cost uncommons that the average player is not going to get. I, so it's widening the gap. Okay. I, I'll, I'll validate that point, but is it not, you know, going to be the same? I, this research that they're paying for, this PvP research and so forth, they're kind of going to be using it on each other, 
Okay, because let's face what? it. Let's face it. Hold on. Come on, a level come f- on DJ. No, I'm going to be. DJ. A level 44 doesn't need PvP research to beat my ass. Okay, let me be clear. All right? Big Country does not need any special research to come and beat me in PvP. Trust me. Okay? So you say it's widening the gap, but there comes a point where the gap really can't you get just, any wider. You went, you went to an extreme high example. Most spenders are like 34 to 39, and that's where you're going to see an even greater difference. So the free-to-play who are still lower level. And don't forget, you have literally thousands of players now who've only been mm. playing for six months or less. So now you're widening the gap to what it was for us back when we started playing. It's the same thing we see every year, widening the gap. Okay. I mean, everybody, everybody's going to have their opinion on this. Me, personally, I don't share that opinion. And that's okay. That's okay. Again, we've said before, this show's more about analytics. It's not about uh, telling you what to think or what to believe anyway. But I'm giving you the analytics, DJ, when it costs several thousands of Uncommon, which every week on the show we complain about how terrible Uncommon payouts are. I mean, isn't that kind of the point, though? Like, I get what you're saying about the, the Stella particles, and, you know, we max the ships. We know how much Stella particles you get at the end and everything, so we can see that's not as much as the bottleneck. We worried about that at first. If you really want to talk bottlenecks, this research tree, and from an uncommon perspective, sets everybody back. <coughs> what I have is, lost uh, everything I had saved. Everything I had saved in Uncommon is to move a ship. I can't do now because I blew it on this research. Okay, so let me let me look at somebody name a research because I I did some research uh, before I came in. Okay, uh, and I did it on the three uh, alpha, beta, gamma ones. Okay, but Stella Piercing, for example, no uncommon. Now I'm not saying that they don't all. I mean uh, we saw the screenshot of what I spent to max the first part of the tree, so I know that there's uncommon in there, but. Uh, is it not cheaper than the galaxy tree, the station tree, and the combat tree? Because I kind of feel like it is. Eclipse defenses, not a single uncommon required. All right, somebody give me another one, and, I, and I'll do this in real time. Just name anything. Stella Stella weaponry. I think that's one, right? Stella. Yeah, but the Stella side of things is only the first part of the tree. What about the like Armada defense, which is 370 uncommon ore for level one? All right. Armada, uh, Armada Defense. Let me do this here. Research, because I'm actually in L-Cars at this second. So hang on just one second, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you. RS uh, Research. I can't type. Armada Defense. Ten levels. <clears throat> All right, ten levels. 300 Uncommon Ore at level one. 370 at level two. 380 at three. 390 at 4 plus 100. All right, so, I mean, this looks like an expensive one. This looks like an expensive one. And then also think of, like, uh, just look at the the Stella stuff, like the Eclipse. As you tear it up, uh, like Eclipse, we... we All right, but hang on. It's a total of, like, 150 million dilithium. All right, let's finish talking... free to play? Oh, hang on. Let's finish talking about Armada Defense, which is not available until Ops 35. Okay, can't get Mm -hmm. it until Ops 35. By the way, level 2 is ops 37 okay level three requires ops 38 all right so guys i I guess my argument is here and i still believe this and and i'm sorry if it's not a popular opinion but you're not going to be a level 39 without spending here in this game period you're not you're not okay why not dj there's already people play who are 36 
And you He's and I been both this know. Game Rick, almost two years. You and I both know that the difference between thirty six and thirty nine is six months free to play. It is, but man, I, I, I'm speaking from a generalist standpoint of if people truly want to progress in this game, we can't already have arrived to the conclusion that well, you're just not going to get there. And I and I guess what I'm saying is 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 kind of the same position I've always had. You're never going to hear me gripe about somebody who is going to pay to support the game to be able to progress faster. Okay, there is a there's no paywall here. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. This is not a paywall. It's 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 a grind. And I've been saying that since this event came out. Yes, it is a long, sucky grind. I said from the beginning, I think this is going to be a year grind at a minimum. All right, people heard me say that, but it is not a paywall. Plain and simple, you can choose what you spend money on. You can choose what you spend your uncommon on. All right, it is a crappy grind. And Dur, you say grinding what? I mean, grinding your rogue store every single day, getting the rogue credits, getting the research credits, scrapping the Stella. Okay, using the uh, listen. I'll I'll be honest with you. My money is that you'll grind uh, the amount that you need out of the refinery before you grind out uh, twenty eight thousand outlaw research credits, or pretty close. Okay. By the time you get as much as many Stella particles as you're going to need, you're going to be. There's multiple ways and multiple timetables on this stuff. But guys, you don't have to invest all of your time into it. You don't have to invest all of your time. And you can, by the same token, you can ignore all of it. You know, here's an option. They keep adding things that you have to have uncommon. Pick, pick whatever. I agree with that. The one thing that they can do to help that and to quit getting people that I know are like me, and I say this out loud, and if it offends you, sorry. They're getting pissed off that all I do is grind all day, and I still can't do anything for months at a time. And then you keep adding? Why don't you help the refinery? Why don't you give us bigger payouts on events for these uncommons? I'm tired of getting 10 and 12 when I need thousands. Okay. I, I agree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. We've talked in the past that, uh, that you know, at best, at best, you might be able to get 50 to 100 uncommon a day if you do every single event and every single mini event and have a really good day with the refinery. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with any of that. But, guys, I, I brought up this point here a week or two ago also and said that we have probably made this problem worse for ourselves by building multiple ships. <laughs> you remember me saying that? We talked about it with officer shards. And, and officer recruit tokens. We've made the mess that we're in. I know I have by building freaking every ship along the way. All right, this is my mess. I have spent, I guarantee you, Sinclair, I bet you I've spent tens of thousands of uncommons needlessly. I'm not, snake eyes, you're, you're, you and Blokeman. <laughs> okay, Blokeman says, yes, it's our fault. I forgot. I'm not saying it is, but you made a choice. Okay, I'm not saying the economy's hey, your hey. fault. Hang on a second. I'm not saying the economy is your fault, all right? But what you choose to spend your mats on, 1,000% is, okay? And Snake Eyes, you're going back to the progression versus fun argument, and that's fine. There really is no argument there. You can choose progression or you can choose fun. Did you have fun doing it? Sure, I had fun doing it. But I cost myself down the road, all right? I cost myself down the road. So, you know, th there it is. Morrow says you're exactly right. Choose what you spend your stuff on more carefully. The struggle is real. 
Arian says, when it comes to uncommon and very frustrating when you don't really comprehend the choice you're making. Oh, Arian, you, you hit it on the head. You hit the nail on the head. You're absolutely right. When we don't know what it is we're spending on, when we don't realize the future impacts and the future ramifications of us making a choice today, that's the problem. That is the problem. You, you hit the nail on the head. That is a genius comment and one that I think Scopely could do a lot better at. I think Scopely could do a lot better with that. Cars is your friend, Moros. I agree, but not everybody has that or uses it or whatnot. Okay? The point is that every decision we make before we spend that uncommon, we joked here a couple of weeks ago, people were making fun of me because I didn't realize the mechanic on the ISS Jelly. Okay? I cost myself probably two, three months on the ISS Jelly because I didn't plan it out. Now, I agree when somebody says, this is meant to be a cell phone game. Rev said that at the beginning of the show. How complicated, how much more complicated can we get a, game, a, a mobile game to be? Well, golly, <laughs> it's, it is. It's complicated. This is a stupidly complicated game. Stupidly complicated for a mobile game. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. But Prater puts it out. Okay, Blitz puts that out. Okay, guys, there are there are things that you can do to plan. There are resources out there. You're just gonna have to math it out if you want to get nerdy. Okay, and besides, progression doesn't matter. CCS Audio, you're absolutely right. If CCS Audio says if you're having fun, then that's what matters. Progression doesn't matter if you're having fun. Enjoy it. Take the time and enjoy it. All right, Vita. If you do a lot of mistakes, then you are just stuck with progression for months. If you just add up all those mistakes on top of each. Well, yeah, but I, I don't want to look at that or I'll cry. <laughs> I don't want to look at that or I'll cry. Because you're absolutely right. A mistake will cost you time or money to correct said mistake. Okay? I mean, seriously. It'll cost you time and or money. Your choice. But if you make a mistake, it costs you time. Okay, Maztec says it's a resource management game. Do daily events, don't hyper-focus on leaderboards, and you can earn 30 to 100 uncommons of each type per day. I agree, Maztec. I, I agree. The problem with that is, for example, 30 to 100 uncommon a day <clears throat> still, feels, still feels lackluster when you need 10,250 for a single ship component on a G3 ship. By the way, that's not even G4. That's a G3 ship. All right, so that needs to be ten times that. Ten thousand, ten thousand is a long ways off. Okay, uh, Dunk. Wow. <laughs> what perspective? Uh, you know, just thinking about that. It's oh yeah, and, I mean, it, it, you, and so I don't disagree with you on that on that front. And I and I did also say, Rev, you heard me say in the meeting uh, when the research tree was first launched. Why are we putting G three materials in here? I would have preferred it to be more of a closed loop. Make it all just, dependent on Stella particles and all me, dependent on research credits. There's small changes. Like the crystal efficiency, I was excited when I saw it until I went and saw in Elcars the price to upgrade the crystal efficiency, you know, to actually start maxing out to get that bonus. You know, stuff like that. Why does that ever cost uncommon and rare crystal? I think like tier six is like 500 something uncommon crystal so that you can then get more efficient at spending crystal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
simple things like that. Take away all uncommon spending on re- efficiency researches and, you know, little things man yeah. and then they're, I'd be they're making you, they're little, making little you spend it i mean because you guys think about this for a second rev's actually onto something all right think about the the materials efficiency now of course you know you're paying into it which means that you have to have so much efficiency back before it has paid for itself right rev like if you spend yeah. 500 and it saves you two percent then you have to spend ten thousand crystal before it's actually paid for itself Okay. So yeah, exactly. So think about that, guys. When you when you're actually spending on that, oh yeah, it's going to save me two percent. Well, before you actually break even, you got to spend ten thousand more crystal, for example. Okay. So you you look when you're looking at that research. Do I have something to spend ten thousand crystal on, and am I going to spend ten thousand crystal? I mean, this is just like going into the grocery store, guys. And that's why I that's why I go back to this choice thing, and and why Arian has a great point. I don't necessarily feel bad. For people who have made choices or haven't properly planned, because I fall into that same boat. And I don't really feel super duper bad for people who haven't planned it out because it's just like going to a grocery store and and looking at a 100-ounce bottle of Tide that's $10 and looking at a 50-ounce bottle of Tide that's $7. Which one's the better deal? Okay. Then on top of that, you have a coupon that saves you a dollar off a bottle. Okay. Now let's say that you're a stupid couponer like me and you've got 15 of those coupons, which is my best cost efficiency. And I'm going to trick you guys here for a second. It's a trick question. If I've got 15 coupons, what is my best cost efficiency buying the small one or buying the big one? I'm sorry, sir. We only accept one coupon and that's out of date. <laughs> Fortunately, I can I can most of the time I can go in, I can use as many coupons. Blitz says 15 <laughs> of the big ones. All right, Blitz, I would actually argue with that. Okay? Mm. Be- I would argue with that. I will spend less money on the small ones, but because I'm getting more bottles, all right, and my coupon is a dollar off a bottle, I'm actually getting more ounces for lesser money by buying the smaller ones. Even even though I'm getting a volume discount on the larger bottle, okay, because I have a dollar off a bottle, it actually percentage-wise makes up for the difference that I would have spent. Crazy. I love how we go everywhere on this show. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> enough. I know. But, but guys, math extreme it out. Extreme couponing. Yeah, there's tips on extreme couponing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I forgot to carry the 3.14. You're right. All I'm saying is, guys, th- they're – I, I get it. You can't do everything. Someone sent me a message here just a little bit ago, uh, and I'm going to read this to you very quickly before we take our, our first break. You know what? This could be a great topic for you someday. How to efficiently play and have fun with this game in 30 minutes or less per day. Scopely, uh, if I was going to give you uh, any feedback on what we've done here so far, there, right there is it. The, the casual player feels drastically left behind this expansion is great i love it but i'm not a casual player i'm in four six hours a day okay i'm with crazy says yeah figure out how to play this 30 hours or less per day and i'm in 30 hours he joking with types all right uh, a question like we have a lot of analytical data we have a lot of information about how much something costs what is the impact etc 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 what if maybe some of us knows how to put it into AI and start 
creating the progression paths that are cheap and fast based on the data. Ooh. I mean, that could probably be accomplished, but golly, because there's so many there's so many points of emphasis. There's yeah, isn't that how Skynet started? <laughs> it's not, you know, you know. Right now, I know that Google created a bot that can play multiplayer games, like the the big multiplayer games, like Star Trek, sorry, Starcraft, uh, League of Legends, things like that. And they can perform better than human, and it's just like a machine learning thing, AI. You know, here's well, the thing. Just real quick, DJ. Uh, <laughs> Scopal does not support or allow any usage of any current bots or scripts that are available for the game that let you do things like we're talking about. So be very careful if you choose to use those things. Yeah, I'm not. I cannot sit here and tell you that that's a good idea. However, using yeah. using the uh, the the bots or the discords uh, that have been approved by Scopely. For example, Lcars 2.0. All right, contains all the research that that Rev and I were just talking about here. Okay, and then you just got to apply your own math to it. Okay, you got to. That's exactly what I'm saying. Take the data and just uh, do some math with it, and to to, to figure out what to do the best. Oh, you know, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree, but but there are so many choices. That's that's the thing. There's there's not the there's no end of this game. Okay, there's not a game over. There is progression, and there's choice. I'd, I'd argue. I'd argue that you can't be efficient and casual at the same time. You have to pick one. I agree 1,000%. There is no such thing as efficiency uh, with time management. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I mean, because if you want to be efficient in this game, you got to do things like dual faction grind. You need mm-hmm. to do your Vidar every day. Just those two things I listed were now over 30 minutes. So there's yeah. no way to do I agree. The casual slash efficiency. You, you have to pick what you want to do. Set a time limit, and that's how much you can do in a day. And that's where we're going to wrap this conversation, folks, with that exact quote from Rev Deuce. This is an expansion that you can choose to participate in or not. Okay? If you choose to participate in it, all right, I think that there are some amazing benefits down the road, especially if you're not going to spend money. It's way down the road. For me, well, let me, it's going let to be down the road. Yes. Let me add this. There are going to be alliances out there that's going to be very upset if you decide not to get involved and try to get points for this, these events. I'll guarantee you there's, you'll, you'll hear about that whining and crying within the next week. We can talk about that Sunday. Yeah, of course. But but again, <laughs> your your alliance, uh, your alliance is meant to be a, a team of like-minded players, and your alliance is going to have, I don't want to say requirements, but they've got expectations of participation, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to have to take that up with your team, all right? And you know what? Maybe, maybe, Rev, I don't know, what do you think, that expansions like this will create a shift in players who are in such alliances because this is a this is a, a stopping point. This is a fork in the road where mentalities in this game are going to shift. Do you think the rogue is worth it or do you not? Yeah. I think truly we're getting to a point, DJ, and I don't necessarily think it's a problem that you cannot do everything in this game. You're you exactly right. It's impossible. Well, I don't want to say impossible because I can still do it, but well, it mean, takes DJ, me hours. I spend so much time. Like I spend <laughs> eight hours in this game, and I still do not. I mean, granted, I'm on several accounts, but I don't do everything there is to do every single day. I just don't. See, now, I, I uh, out of everything that we've talked about that can be done, I feel like I do everything except for the scouts. Okay, but I only have one yeah, account. Yeah, that's a tough one. I only have one account, but I do everything. I do my two cells of day in Borg. 
I do my swarm. I do three sets of faction dailies because I'm triple locked. All right, I mm-hmm. complete my mini. Uh, I complete my events for the day. All right, the domination. I, guys, you know what? Funny enough, we joke about domination being a pain in the butt. I actually breathe a sigh of relief now because yes. because it's something I don't have to grind. <laughs> Done in thirty seconds. Done in thirty seconds. It's so funny because yeah. we talk about hating domination. I kind of now get why some people like it because it's a break. Yeah. It's a break. Okay. Domination days are your raiding days. That's, that's when you now have thirty minutes to an hour to actually go out and raid. Yeah. All right. Well, so. the only thing I got, the only issue I have with domination is, first off, they put two of them back to back, and yes, you you want to get them done because of the battle pass points. But what if you can't? And I'm in a position now. There's no chance in holy hell I'm going to get done today because I have no officers I can upgrade. All right. I got no bats. All right. Two comments. Better. Two comments. One, I get it. All right, domination is tough for people because of because of the badges. Uh, and and Dirt, to be perfectly frank with you, research is hard to get enough points to max domination. I mean, uh, the the domination is all about officers. It really is. You you would have to complete what is it like three hundred thousand power worth of research. Stellar I mean, it's it's a lot. Points. It's a lot. Uh, but to back to my point, you got two two solutions to that, Sinclair. One, skip it, all right, because you've got a buffer, okay? You, you, we know we've got a buffer. It's not going to be a lot, probably only a couple of days. I go back to that original four to five days buffer, skip it, okay? Two, everything in the Battle Pass comes in pairs, okay? As a matter of fact, I made a joke on Sunday's show that the hostile hunt and the swarm that we got were the, was the first quote-unquote broken pair that we've had ever since Battle Pass launched. Anytime we've had domination for Battle Pass points, it comes in pairs. Every single time, all the way back to January 2020. So, I mean, it, there it is. And, and again, I know that some people don't have the badges, but, you know, here's the next thing. If you do get a badge, which you're going to get this month, let this be a helpful hint to you guys. If you get a badge this month, which you will, and you use it to promote an officer, let's be smart in when we do it. Okay, I know the, all of your officer XP at one time. I know the badges are going to burn a hole in your pocket, but maybe don't necessarily blow that badge as soon as you get it. Wait for a domination event, or if you do need to promote the officer, I get it. There's you know sometimes people don't want to wait. Then don't max the officer. Wait, all right? Because mm-hmm. if if you've got an officer that needs a badge, it's highly likely that one or two levels of that officer satisfies a domination. You don't need to click all five all at the same time. All right, and and guys, let's not forget Scopely's number one favorite thing to say and do: mechanics change. <laughs> mechanics change. Mechanics change. Sometimes subtle and sometimes smack you in the face, but mechanics change in this game all the time. All right, we don't know what Scopely's going to do with domination or officer XP or badges next month. As a matter of fact, Panic already came in and told us that badges are going to continue to flow on a monthly basis. We just don't know in what form they're going to arrive in. Okay, we don't know if they're going to show up in Battle Pass or in Faction Chest or even in events, but they're coming, and they're, and they're going to be around. The Rogue Research uh, says, uh, who was that? Lego Nerd says, Rogue Research has made the Botany Bay the fastest raiding ship in the game, makes it as good or better than a low-tier faction miner for long-distance raiding. Yeah, with the warp and the security and all that stuff, I don't disagree. So I'm just saying, there are benefits, and we've got to take a break. Mm-hmm. We've been going on over an hour. There are benefits, okay? But 
You have to choose, you have to prioritize those benefits for yourself. And by prioritize, I also mean whether or not you're going to spend the money to do it. Okay, if you don't want to spend money to do it, then you may join me on this free-to-play path, and it will be slow, but we'll be talking about it as time goes on. I mean, I was talking about my Franklin grind up until three months ago when I finally maxed it out over a year later. This is not going to be much different, I don't expect. It's going to take a while. 30 million reputation, guys. Right now we're earning reputation at what, Rev? 700 a level? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> 700 a day. So it's going to take a while. Now I know Scoundrel's going to get higher and Associate's going to get higher and Known Associate, they're going to get higher. Everything is going to get higher. Everything will get faster. You guys stop panicking because we're only eight days in. But my point remains the same. You're still, and Rev's right, you're still not going to be able to do it all tomorrow. Plan it out. Take some time. All right? Plan it out and take some time. We're going to take a very quick break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live as we continue our discussion on Outlaw Arc 2, almost in a town hall style format. What are your reactions to Stella and uh, the Outlaw Arc and the research tree in general? We'll continue to discuss it more as we move along right here on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This pro is made possible in part by a grant from Lusterine, the minty mouthwash that makes you really horny. Introducing the all-new Kia Karen, the car that gets 25 miles to the complaint. Turn down the air and watch where you're going. You were in that guy's lane. You'll never get lost again because all Karens have a GPS that tell you why you missed a turn. Maybe if you weren't sipping that stupid milkshake you wasted money on, you might have seen the exit. Maintenance is easy because Karens always share their concerns. I want to speak to a manager. The Kia Karen. Stop by your local dealer or visit our website for a virtual tour. Stop filming me or I'll call the cops. Hey, Matt. Yeah, Sam. Hey, you talking to Mark lately? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty uh, down. <laughs> he looks pretty uh, down. Yeah, well, maybe we should cheer him up then. What do you uh, suppose we should do? Well, does he like butter tarts? I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning of last week. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back into the show. Yes. Ah, this is a great song. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, welcome into the show. Your mics are potted back up as we continue our discussion into Rogue Research and Rogue Outlaws Arc 2. And, of course, the Stella. Now, guys, we have uh, been discussing... Uh, the fact that the research tree looks to be a long play, okay? It's expensive. It's a long play. 
and uh, it's going to take you guys some time. And I, I've even uh, was taking a, a private message here just a second ago. The tree is young, folks. People are trying to do X amount of research quickly, but it's designed for the long game. It's designed for a relatively new player or even an established player who is taking their time. This, I, I, I take you guys back. Rev, we talked about what the 39 to 50 expansion hit. This is not an expansion that was designed to be completed in a month. All right, just like uh, when, when G4 came out, this was not designed to be something that was completed. Take, you know, Snake Eyes always jokes with me because I try to math it out. I try to nerd it out, and I try to figure out the most efficient and the fastest way to accomplish something. However, Snake Eyes has a, uh, an underlying philosophy that we would all be wise to listen to, which is have a good time. It's a game. Let's have some fun, okay? Forget about the math for a minute and do what feels good. I agree to a certain extent, okay? I do agree that there are penalties, maybe, you know, unnecessarily large penalties for players who, <laughs> for players who uh, maybe don't follow the math the way that they're supposed to. But Maztec says if you have fun with math, then do it. If you don't, just enjoy the gameplay. Okay, uh, Lego Nerd says, I only do things that I'm really focusing on, the things that I want at the time. That's why I'll probably be staying here at Ops 30 for a while, maybe a few months, just trying to do what I want to do. There you go. All right. Uh, for some players, uh, Fluffy Puma says, I don't have to scrap. Uh, I know several players who did. I assume you're talking about the Stella. Uh, we'll talk back about the uh, Stella progression event here in just a moment. But again, guys, I, to be perfectly honest with you, again, I don't know that the Stella has a great deal of use if your research is low at this point. Uh, continue to build and scrap, build and scrap, build and scrap. Hey, okay? It's a great PvP boat for its level. Like, if you get it at, like, level 27, it's fun. Okay. There, yeah, yeah. If you're, a, if you're a younger ops player at Ops 27 and you've got this ship, uh, not a bad little ship. And, again, uh, the, the research that you can conduct as a result of it is going to make your Botany Bay great, which, again, feeds into the augment part of this, uh, this arc. But, uh, nonetheless, guys, uh, so you guys are telling me that there's an auto uh, mission that's auto-completing to make you scrap and you don't have to scrap see here's the thing i i haven't actually done it <laughs> i haven't i haven't made it to that mission yet i don't have the on keys i'm still waiting okay i'm here um somebody just sent me a private message i'd kind of like now rev i did say in the last show uh by the way no one shall i owe you an apology you remember how you said that i didn't mention your name and i told you i did mm -hmm. all right well yeah. i meant to but i actually said rev's name instead it was one of those like <laughs> brain fart things you i even, thinking of him first i guess i was <laughs> right. i was thinking so. i was thinking you got, of you rev. got rev he on was, the mind he was in my head oh um, dj yeah you think I, about me but but because i was talking about your pvp video and then i meant to say you're talking about my, my <laughs> your your player versus player <laughs> Uh, video that you did but then hang on <laughs> that's hilarious by the way uh but then i meant to say that no one shall did a great video on the cost of tiering all the way up through tier nine and then the scrap benefits but i did in fact say rev's name okay so my apologies no one shall i owe you an apology there's my take back i didn't say your name but it, in my it's head all good i, I thought i did you guff for it i thought i did say your name uh however i do want to draw some attention back to rev's video where he's talking about pvp now rev uh, have you done 
uh, any uh, of the PvP content at some of the mid or higher tiers, kind of something that we can look forward to, because this is what uh, one player was talking to me about, and I kind of like the idea. I'd kind of like to see this, uh, just like you did with the Vidar. Uh, Mayflower versus Stella versus Vidar in actual PvP. Pros and cons to using this ship as like a Vidar-style ship. Like the Vidar became a viable warship for players. Can the Stella become a viable warship for players in their low in in their mid twenties? It from it's what hard. I've been using it in a couple. It is it is still useful from twenty seven till about twenty nine. The problem with the Stella is because everybody's locked in how strong it can get. It maxes out like when we took ours up at like four hundred thousand, four hundred fifty thousand, depending on your research and officers and stuff like that. It doesn't get it any stronger. You need all the research to start leveling it up. So in three months, when we finish out the research tree, I'll let you know if it gets to a million like the Vidar does. But when it comes out of the box, yeah, out of the box has a great firing pattern. It's got all the weapons you need. You can go head-to-head with a Kamari all day long. But you're not going to grow very much. That's kind of the drawback. Okay. So it's a, it's a quick ship that doesn't require any uncommon or resources to tier – and out of the box can take on a Mayflower if you're a level 27 player. Gosh, yeah, that actually sounds pretty fantastic for a low to new player. All right, so yeah, Vidar lasts a lot longer though, and I, yeah, you, discussed, you need the Vidar every day for the Borg stuff. The Borg stuff to me is still more important than the Stella stuff. Like, do your Borg grinding for your Fed credits. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But again, if you have unlimited time, do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got 30 hours in a day, do both. Do both. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, very quickly, let me double check in the graphics room, see if there was anything else that I wanted to talk about. Of course, today being Wednesday, uh, July 15th, tomorrow, we see the launch of our brand new Outlaw Armada event. I'm very curious. Any speculation, Rev, on what we're going to see tomorrow? And obviously, this, this is very speculative, but I mean, do we say, well, maybe. I know we. I mean, maybe do, more rep and particles or something. What we need know. is for DJ to drop hints because I do it on video. You need to do it on podcast. Drop Except I don't hint, freaking DJ. know. Like I haven't. Don't do it. I don't, don't know. Do <laughs> I'm don't on. I am on staycation this week, uh, and it. I really haven't talked to Panic, don't do so I don't know what's coming. I really don't Maybe know. Maybe all coming. those epic armada directors we've been earning could be used. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. no, you have to be. A, no, you have to hit the scoundrel rank to even get those Shh. ways to get those systems. I'd believe. Okay. Well, that's but, a believe. Because there's no epic armadas anywhere, so I'm assuming they're locked in those systems. Maybe, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I know that we've been as an Wait, alliance locked in what systems? The Deep, the I mean. the token systems, the ones you have to have that special warp token to get into. Oh, yeah. All right. I also, yeah, Jerry Ryan says, what about Apex? I'm actually very much looking forward to the Apex events because I really want to unlock some Apex uh, or Apex researches. And I went through and looked. The, you know, total for all three researches is going to take like 2,000 Apex tokens. So I'm really curious to see how many they award in this event that's coming up. Because Is, is it bad to want more warp speed? No, no, because you know really what? That's because you're, no, you're over in deep space and you're tired of flying 15 minutes. It takes minutes me about 12 minutes. No, 12 minutes to get down to normal. But I want yeah. like more speed to get down. <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, I'd be very curious to see what happens with the Armada event tomorrow and the scale and the rewards that are going to come. Uh, I, I think, Scopely, I, I, this is just my layman's opinion, but I think if you award research particles and award stellar particles as rewards for these events in a decently generous 
uh, amount. I don't mean, you know, millions, but I also don't mean 10. I think that, that if you award these, this is actually going to put a little, breathe a little bit of excitement back into the event for people who, mm-hmm. who won't. And, and again, let me go back and say this too, bracketing. Bracketing is so freaking important, Scopely. All right, because when you put somebody in, uh, you know, with a group of VIPs, like, you know, for a 36 to be competing with level 44, it, it can't happen. It, it just can't happen. That 36 may not be spending the same amount of money. You know what? Gala said it on the show the best here about a month or two ago. She said that when you are competing with players of your own ops level, you're competing with a player of your own like-mindedness and your own, uh, for lack of better terms, your own budget, okay? You guys, if, if, I, if I'm a 36 right now, I've spent probably about the same amount of money as another 36 in the game-ish, okay? Yeah. So um, those brackets, I just think they need to be so much tighter. I should never be competing with a 43 or a 42 or a 40, okay? Let me compete with, with a player that is my own bracket, that is my own like-mindedness, because then I can breathe new life back into this event. If you put me into an event with a 44 and they can go and win all the Outlaw Research credits, but they've already been buying the packs anyway, you see what I'm saying? If you put me in a bracket with the other 36s and say, okay, go hash it out, go fight it out over these 5,000 outlaw research credits, I bet we actually do it. And some people may spend money on it, but I don't think it's going to be a runaway. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. I, I think that if you put, you know, I, Rams, I know it's possible. I know it's possible to win. I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm just saying it's tough you know, especially at some of the lower ops. Why should a 31 be competing with a 39? That should never happen. That should never happen. I 100% agree with that because it ain't right. It should never happen. Okay? So there we go. Guys, uh, probably need to get ready to wrap up the show. Let me look in the graphics room very quickly, see if there's anything else we haven't talked about that I meant to do today. Uh, we talked about the uh, Stella Mata. Stella Mata. Again, the Stella Armada crew against the Mud Mata target. Mud yeah, uh, got lots of lots of Mata things going on. We talked about the Stella Progression event and the best way to score points for it. We've talked about Armada's coming tomorrow. We talked about Max Reputation and what that looks like. Oh, by the way, you know what? Hey, let me throw this in very quickly. Uh, we were joking earlier about uh, Big Country's six-man crew against that vault. Um, I'm going to just post this down here again at the bottom. This, by the way of comparison, is what no research will do, okay? And this was my armada that we didn't hit. We, I mean, we were even inside the one to six ratio, okay? So talking about the importance of research, there you go. By the way, this is what you can see my Stella was actually maxed at this point. It was a level 45, but I only had one out of 160 on my research. So I had no research done. So, again, pointing to the importance of the Rogue Research Tree uh, in, its, uh, in its comparison, okay? Anybody else have anything? Your mics are up. Anything before we take our final break? We'll come back and we'll do uh, Battleship. A little bit of a shorter show today, but I got T-Ball and a grill to get to. <laughs> uh, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, post a screenshot of that mission where they want you to scrap your Stella. Yeah, so I'm hearing that some people are having trouble uh, scrapping the Stella at level 10. Uh, somebody, real quick, explain to me what exactly is happening with that. Obviously, I don't have it yet, so I haven't been able to do 
that research. I don't have the Stella to scrap yet, so somebody fill me in. What's happening? Some people have to scrap it? I mean, yeah, I thought everybody... Yeah, it's part of the mission chain. It's part of the mission. mission chain to scrap it. Okay, so why okay. are some people not having to scrap it? Yeah, uh, I also didn't have what's to scrap going on? it. Okay, one at a time. Why, is it just auto-completing for some people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's obviously a problem. We'll send that up. I'll send that up. That's not a problem. Has anybody, I mean, if you've already filed tickets for it, I probably don't even need to send it up. Why would you follow a ticket for not having to scrap a ship that requires you to scrap it? <laughs> well, that's not fair, no one, Shell. It's setting everybody else back 16 hours on that mission. Although it is just a mission, so it probably doesn't matter. There's no time-sensitive things in the mission, so it probably really... All that matters, too, is the... Um, the the Stella event itself. Yeah, as far as the points really? go. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. the mission is probably but I don't not. think it contributes unless you actually scrap and after you're done scrapping to get the points. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. You don't get the... Yeah, until you collect the scrap is when you get the points. So, yeah, probably, probably not a big thing. Uh, I mean, that may not be worth sending up, but, I mean, we can mm-hmm. if you want. I don't care. But again, it's only it's only setting you it's only setting you back as far as time in the missions. Okay, not a big thing. Uh, I'm with crazy says that's unfair. But badges swept under the rug. Trust you, me. I'm with crazy. I have not allowed it to be swept under the rug. I actually asked Panic this morning for a comment uh, and a status update, and uh, his words were nothing new yet. All right, but I will not let that go. And I know Rev's not going to, and no one's not going to either. That was a big thing. We're we're going to talk. About it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to keep that conversation alive. There's no update yet. Listen, the the simple fact that it's still a conversation piece, uh, you know, I granted, I think that they should have probably come out with something before now, but, you know, we're not going to let them forget. They're, they're going to eventually have to address it somehow, okay? The, the, they will. They will, okay? Uh, Oculi says, just need to have 200 particles. Well, scrap your Tier 3 Stella, and in 18 hours, you'll have 200 particles. <laughs> There you go. What came with the particle packs ranges level 28, 4,500, any update? Uh, yes. Yes, those packs are designed as intended. So uh, they're pushing you for, I guess, higher ops if you want better payouts. But, uh, yes, those, uh, those ops packages are uh, proper. Okay, there you go. Uh, was there any news on the Roguish Ways Elite payout for people who did early research as I can't progress without the Stella ones at the moment? Weg, um, fill me in. I thought that that research re- reimbursement came out. Did that not come out? I thought that we got a research reimbursement. No, we're, the next one's coming on the 20th for the one of the frame. Right. What what was missing? Because what they did is they I gave the first for researchers. I know I didn't do. Uh, Snake Eyes posted on it. Yeah. Let's see. Due to issues with players completing part of the research tree before the event commenced, we'll compensate commanders who have completed milestones of the elite research event with the proper rewards, including the avatar frame where appropriate. We will be providing any missed prizes as a claimable chest in the gift tabs. Uh, the week of the twentieth of July, eligible commanders will receive a corresponding compensation. So it looks like they gave everybody a research compensation. But if you missed a milestone or two, then that's going to come out on the uh, the week of the twentieth. Okay, the week of the twentieth. So there you go. Make sure you completed seventy-five researches so you know you'll get everything. There you are. Okay. Uh, anything else? Real quick. Anything? Anything? Before we take our final break, and we'll come back and play some Battleship. Some cool things happened this week. And uh, any updates on server merges for JB? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, uh, servers 194 and 195, of course, I already told you they had their successful merge, uh, but nothing since then. I think Scopely has had their hands full with the uh, content expansion. 
uh, and those obviously must have been the four servers that maybe needed the most attention, but uh, I'm sure the topic is not over, and they will continue, but uh, we haven't had any other messages of, um, of server merges in the last couple of weeks. Okay, anything else? Uh, way we should merge why not i agree scopely won't let us ask dj yes i will <laughs> i am happy to be your your one-stop shop for all things server merge all right um <clears throat> dejan just said any info on today's missions auto completion bug we just talked about that a minute ago uh no update but again not setting you back other than a little bit of time the missions completing them in a certain amount of time doesn't matter as a matter of fact if you scrap the ship versus don't scrap the ship if you don't scrap the ship you're actually hurting yourself in the stellar progression event so you might as well do it uh you're hurting yourself if you don't but i mean that's up to you it's not costing you anything it's literally not costing you any resources any money anything at all other than you know a little bit of time and the missions aren't uh, being graded on a time curve so probably not a big thing that is not the uh the thing that i would be uh stressed out about okay anything else all right yes taking a break Mics are down, and we will be back. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in just a second. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Zitz Crackers, made with real lard and guaranteed to make you break out like a single-serving pizza. Introducing the all-new Ford Bronco. It's tough as a truck and sleek as an NFL running back. God, you can't mention a Bronco and NFL running backs. So think of O.J., Okay, yeah, good point. All right, take it from the next line. The Ford Bronco is the perfect truck if you're headed to work or making a weekend getaway. Cut! Cut! Weekend getaway? Why don't you just say it's perfect to lead the cops on a slow-speed chase? No way, corporate will lose it. Take it from the next line, please. And best of all, the Bronco comes with a 0% APR, so you can make a killer deal today. Cut! Ugh, we're shutting this shoot down until I get a new script. Jeez, whoever they paid to write this got away with murder. I'm your host. This is Talking Trek Live. And that was Elvis. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. It's All right, let's get to it, everybody. Welcome into the show. And uh, let's see, uh, do we have anything else? Anybody that wants to bring anything up before we get ready to uh, to hit our battleship game and and get ready to wrap up here? Because we got some stuff that we got to wrap up and uh, get the heck on out of here. Anybody, real quick, how about a little less conversation and a little more battleship? I'm in for that. 
right, folks. Let me fill you in on what happened this week. Let me fill you in on what happened this week. Let's see. Where's my sheet? Ah, here it is. All right. Here's what happened this week. Uh, Of course, we knew what happened last time on the show. NC was able to strike a hit and identified a ship for us. This past week, uh, we took four players off the air. And the first one was Peter. Peter had an opportunity to play. Peter from Server 15. However, Peter came in and said, man, I've been so swamped with school and work and life. I've not been keeping up, and I would like to pass my play on to somebody else. Very generous young Peter. All right, well, the good news is for you guys, I didn't have a chance to do that off the air, so we will uh, we will take one makeup player here today. Uh, the second player was Moros Jr. Moros Jr., congratulations to you, who guessed Juliet 6. J6. Juliet 6. Juliet 6 was a hit. Yeah, you hear it. J6 was a hit. All right, and he already responded back. It was not a sink, but uh, Moros responded back and said, yes, for my hit, I will take three officer badges. That's what Moros got, three officer badges. Then our next player, our next player was Lord Neelix. Lord Neelix, congratulations to you. Lord Neelix chose Juliet 7. Juliet 7, J7, Lord Neelix. And that was indeed a hit. <laughs> J7 was a hint. And Snake Eyes wants to know if it actually sunk the ship. I don't know. It had to have. It had to have, you say. Why do you say that? Because we've already sunk the auger and the barrel? Uh, you would be correct. Yes, it did in fact sink... The USS Botany Bay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lord Neelix sunk the Botany Bay and took the rare plutonium for his Botany Bay, getting it up there with all the new research, making himself a force to be reckoned with. It was a sink. So our third ship is down and out, guys. Our third ship is gone. Our third off-air player was Admiral Dad 777. Admiral Dad. Oh, yeah, the Botany Bay is a USS. Yes, it is. It took me a second to think about it, but yes. Uh, Admiral Dad was our third player. Uh, of course, he did guess the J6 and the J7, and uh, we had to let him know that those were both taken, so he came back and chose coordinate Charlie 8. C8. Charlie 8. Charlie 8 was a miss. Charlie 8 was a miss. I already picked. Yeah, that was already picked. It was indeed, but that's okay. That's all right. He made a guess. Charlie uh, Charlie Eight was was made, and that was it. Now today we have one makeup player to do. We have one makeup player today. Plus today's show was scheduled for three players, so we're going to do four very quickly, and then we're going to let Snake Eyes jump in the pool, and I'm going to get ready for T-ball and grill it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Who? Uh, what happened? Did I click the button right? Oh, Vita. What's going on with this bot, man? 
It's like 50-50. Works some of the times, not the other times. All right. Um, here, we're trying to find a winner right now. And the bot is either lagging or not working. <laughs> Vita, help me. <laughs> Vita's bot, stop hating me. The off-air guesses, speed rings, just provided those. I'll give them to you one more time. J6 and J7 were hits. C8, Charlie 8 were misses. All right, there you go. There's your guesses. All right, no, not the USS, just the SS Botany Bay. Whoops, my bad. Sorry, guys. I think I even put it on the card incorrectly, didn't I? Oh, no. just says Botany Bay. All right, uh, one more time here. We're going to try to get the uh, bot working. Vita, Vita, can you help us out? Because the bot's not working I'm at all. I'm checking. It's running. <laughs> it's running. Not working at all. It just uh, pushed Snake's uh, messages. What's not? They're not coming in here. It doesn't like you now, DJ. What did you do to my bot? <laughs> what did, what did, you do? You, what did you do to my friend the bot? <laughs> we are all in Sky the correct room. It. Skynet. It is Skynet. All right, Vita, can you tell me? Just give me the very last message that it pushed. Just just go ahead and type it in here. The very last message that it pushed. It's running, so... Well, I mean, if you want me to try it again, I'll try it again. Oh, my I'll gosh. Oh, my gosh. I know what it is. I think I know. Yes, I know what it is. Oh, my God. When I synced the rolls, when I synced the rolls, I took out the bot's uh, ability to post in here. God, uh, no, because, uh, because Charlotte just tried. Well, but it, it, again, it shouldn't be working. Here, hang on. Let, let me just do this. It shouldn't be working because I just I looked, and the STFC doesn't have a role. Um... All right, let's try it again. You know what? That's interesting. That means that... Oh, come on. Killing me. Well... <laughs> Random number generated. Edit. Oh, there it goes. It, do it, it doesn't like you for some reason. Wait, so you made it so that I can't use it? Only you can use it? No, not intentionally. <laughs> I didn't pitch anything, but uh, it yeah, picked for you. Made, if he made I mean, the bot, you'd win it every time. It listens to Snake Eyes uh, when he puts on the links. All right, well that's okay. We're gonna use Panther. We're gonna use Panther. Did Panther have a chance to play yet? I don't think Panther has played yet. I don't see him on the winners list. All right, Panther, we're gonna let you play. All right, Panther, please choose a coordinate. And we'll feed it into the uh, wartime computer, okay? <laughs> he clearly needs a Windows update. We're, we're going to come back to it. I'm going to check it here in a second. How do I check my own permissions? I'm supposed to have all the permissions. Check them. Check your stuff because that's what I had issues on mine. I had to boot someone in and I couldn't do it. I all right. He says, he says Foxtrot 9. Hey, Panther, are you 1,000% uh, sure about Foxtrot 9? Is that your final answer? He says he doesn't have a list. Okay. All right, computer. Foxtrot 9. Here we go. Foxtrot. Nine. <laughs> Target acquired. <laughs> he doesn't have a list. He doesn't have a list. What do you guys want him to do? Boom, a again. That was a hit. <laughs> it, it was right, at right. one time, but not today. <laughs> 
All right. All right. That's okay. Foxtrot 9 is a miss. Thank you, M. Panther, for being a player today. All right. That was the makeup spot. M. Panther, Foxtrot 9, miss. Okay. Now, uh, what do I need to do with my permissions? Nothing, right? We do it at the, after the show. Okay. There. It answered me that yeah, time. Yeah, that works. There that we go. Works. Tabby Moza. Tabby Moza. Hey, congratulations. Isn't Tabby Moza the one that's always complaining that it never picks him? Congratulations yes. to you, Tabby Moza. All right, Tabby Moza, give us a coordinate for the wartime computer, please. Max says, DJ, you want Scopely to accommodate casual players, make this podcast accommodate casual listeners, and keep a board posted of all the picks. <laughs> that defeats the purpose of the... It does defeat the purpose of the listen to win part of it, but he's he's got a point. We'd probably get more people just coming into play if they had all the resources there. I don't know. We'll talk about it. I, well, I can't. I, I actually that's what can't. That's for. Well, and yeah, I can't actually do that because of the rules. Not this time, but maybe next time we can do it. All right, Tabby Moza, Tabby Moza Road, A3, Alpha 3. Let's do it. Computer, A3, please. Alpha 3. Target acquired. <laughs> All right, that didn't work, Tabby Moza. That was not a good guess, okay? Or was a miss, rather. Actually, it was a pretty good guess. A lot of open space over there. Tabby Moza! Yes, A3, and it's a miss, all right? Let's find ourselves two more players very quickly. Very quickly. All right, Vita's bot. <laughs> See, tag on it. It stopped working again. All right, I'm with Data right there, Skippy. He's very upset, very, very unhappy. Vita, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on this, buddy. Let me try again. It's this code, dude. It's this code. It's not me. All right, there we go. Hey, truck and chick, truck and chick. Congratulations to you. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Truck and Chick won uh, at one time during this show, but it has been more than the 30 days. Truck and Chick, let me see. i got to find you. It has been more Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm 99% sure. Yeah, May 21st. So it's been almost two whole months. Yeah, congratulations to you. Truck and Chick, please enter a coordinate into the wartime computer, please. All right, Bravo 4, she says. Bravo 4, computer. Bravo 4. Target acquired. Bravo 4 is a miss, truck and chick. Thank you for entering your coordinate onto the board. But uh, Bravo 4 is, in fact, a miss. All right, writing it down. Truck and chick. Bravo 4 is a miss. We got that. And time for our last player of the day. Still looking for two ships on the board. And Hudson has our last chance to play today. Congratulations to you, Hudson. Hudson, you got an opportunity to play. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Hudson. Hudson is a Europe. Ah, oh, there he is. Hudson guesses B2. Computer, Bravo 2. Bravo 2. Target acquired. Bravo. 
502 is a miss, Hudson. Thank you for your guesses. Bravo 2 is a miss. Bravo 2 is a miss. You guys mark it off on your game cards. Card is getting nice and full. I like it. Card is getting nice and full. Listen, if you would like an opportunity to play and you're listening in podcast form, no big deal. You can be here live, but we pick plenty of players to play off the air. All you have to do is choose to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Visit our website, join the Discord, and type in the Battleship War Room. All right, there you go. And that's what we got. Anybody? Anybody? Anything else? We, we got to roll. How did we end up going over on time? What did we start? 3.30? And it's 4.50? Oh, no. We're actually on time, aren't we? <laughs> All right. I'll take it. Yes, I'll take it. We're actually running right on time. All right. Uh, there you guys go. Hey, listen, uh, thank you to everybody who has been here today. Sorry for this slightly shortened episode, but hey, it's summer staycation. I got, I got salmon fillets to grill tonight. <laughs> and a t-ball game to go to all right so uh hey listen appreciate it we'll get the show uploaded hopefully later tonight maybe tomorrow uh just depends on how much time i've spent i've spent swimming tonight right snake eyes hey dunk says uh, great show thanks again guys appreciate it steven theron says nice have a great evening thank you guys so much for being here my name is ultimate djs and this has been another taping of talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast talking trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere we hope that you enjoyed the content today as we continue our discussion and our deep dive into the outlaw arc 2 next show comes up this coming sunday this coming sunday where it will likely be an early show all right so you guys make sure and tune in probably around three or four o'clock eastern time this coming sunday other great things you can do from our website is listen to every episode that's ever been taped you can find an archive list there and listen and go back and catch up on great episodes all right like dual faction reputation and uh how to rate a base and things like that you can also find a link for supporting this show becoming a gold patron and supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month i'd like to take an opportunity right now to thank our gold patrons at a minimum level of five dollars a month a special thanks to gregor gala's pet venkman and i beglin big country trash panda and doom thank you so very very much you guys are gold sponsors hank lord neelix chuck the grunt pops uh, Dark Lord, The Big Rob, Stevens Aaron, and JB. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I appreciate that. Ahab, Energy, Fukum, and uh, Thorn. Hi, I bombed you. Virtual Army, Battalion, and Jay Berg. Thank you guys for supporting the show. I very much appreciate it. Star Fox, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Anhani, Just Skippy, and Aceus. You guys are gold sponsors, and I thank you so very much for being here and a part of our Talking Trek family. Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, and Jason. Tabby Moza, Regis, Arthur Pendra, Dragon McRock and Lady Kess, all gold sponsors of the show. Thank you, Frank Gallo, Weg 2020, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, and Morpheus. Thank you so much for your sponsorships of the show. Fartasia, Nick Burns, Glitch, Cam, and Coulter, NC, and Jetski. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors. And our latest gold sponsors of the show, Hunter, Filler, Fluffy Puma, and Cough. Thank you guys so very, very much for supporting Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, Minute. I'll see you this coming Sunday. The party continues in the after-party room below, hosted by none other than uh, Mr. Vita and Mr. Snake Eyes. Because <laughs> I'm out like a scout on a new route. <laughs> Love you, Minute. See you guys on Sunday. Bye-bye. <laughs>